Good morning, Doctor. Good morning. Doctor, I'll be 70 in February. And uh, of late, it's been, I think, four months now, you see. I need to wake up in the middle of the night, say, at around three in the morning, you know, to ease myself, you see. I don't know why the water is accumulating, you know, the whole day through. And uh, I only uh, urinate uh, uh, more the night, you know, and, and especially, like I just mentioned, in the morning. Yeah, so it's only once at night, is it, you get up? I'm afraid sometimes it's twice. Twice. I never had this before, no problems? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay, you got no history of diabetes or anything? The late father had diabetes. When when did you last check uh, your blood test? Oh, good Lord, I can't recall now. Yeah, I think if something new like this, uh, we call it nocturia twice. I mean, as we get older, sometimes it does happen. You know, they say as you lie down, more blood supply, kidney, so you do get a bit of increased uh, frequency of urine at night. Uh, but you got no other symptoms, uh, no pain, no frequency, no burning pain when you pass urine, nothing of that sort. Uh, uh, no, 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 okay. no, only so, the frequency. Yeah, more than so I think it's else. good to check. One of the causes of uh, nocturia is the, you know, the new onset diabetes, so you must go and check that. Check your urine, make sure there's no sign of any slight infection or cystitis the other thing you can do is like after 6 try to cut down on your fluids you know take more before uh, daytime you know but after 6 o'clock cut down don't take tea or coffee at night so all these things you have to look at but you must check and see that there's no infection no diabetes no other cause of uh, you know increased urine at night everything is normal they're just adjusting your lifestyle uh, no choice oh I see I test my not not the blood uh, I test the urine is it no you must check both actually if you haven't done it's at 7 it's good to actually do just a simple you know they do a full profile look at your kidneys your liver your urine your diabetes all that things that they check huh? you can do any lab actually it doesn't cost that much just do a simple you know they say the full profile I'm a pensioner so it should be for free uh, if I go to HKL and right then you can go to the government and then ask them to do it for you yeah, I can uh. thank you very Hi. much bye my sister was diagnosed with a uh, adult still disease uh, last December. So I would like to know whether this will eventually go away from her or she will have to have it all, uh, long term. I mean, she presented about joint pains and all, is it? Uh, she does have pain on her foot. Uh, every time she walks, the upper part of the foot, she says, is very painful. But uh, she has been doing a lot of exercises, a lot of walking, cycling. Uh, she says it's somehow um, reduces her pain but um, yeah uh, I, I'm trying to understand whether but how, how uh, did she diagnose uh, who diagnosed it for was it rheumatologist or uh, yes rheumatologist okay okay so they did all the blood tests and they said it's a still disease is it yes uh, she had to go through about three months of testing yeah so any medication they started her on yet uh, yes I think um, she is now under some steroids uh, I, I don't quite sure what is the name of the medication yeah okay so that means they definitely had done the diagnosis and she's probably had the positive titer and all that so I mean these are all in autoimmune diseases inflammatory diseases uh, exercise is definitely good I would actually western medication for this long term I've got their own side effects their own chronic things I would suggest a, a complete change lifestyle take a lot of uh, foods high in anti-inflammatory foods cut off all mm-hmm. sort of preserved mm-hmm. foods all sort of uh, toxins you know refined carbs any foods that are like fried foods all these are anti-inflammatory I mean inflammatory foods you must get all that a lot of natural foods a lot of natural herbs and spices a lot of fruits and vegetables you know foods like uh, and things like fish avocado all these are things that reduce some nuts and all that and uh, yeah. you know exercise is good uh, so all this to reduce uh, 
uh, inflammation certain supplements mm-hmm. maybe fish oils uh, turmeric and all might reduce inflammation probiotics also sometimes can help so try to complete yep. lifestyle change so that she's not dependent on this uh, you know long term medications that are quite toxic yep. you know uh, hopefully yep. she can try and change but of course you must follow the advice of your doctor uh, they will be able to tell you whether the inflammation getting better whether they can reduce the dosage of a medication and some patients have what they, the doctors use the word burnout disease that means they sort of recovered completely and they say okay. the disease is burned out basically what had happened is basically that person has been able to change their lifestyle and mm-hmm. reduce their inflammation in the body get the immune system back into balance and the disease actually gets better right so right. she should try all that and hopefully it will help in the long run so it's possible to be cured from from the disease Yeah, if you but it's a lot of uh, lifestyle change lah. You know, I think she, you and she maybe can do your own research into all these uh, autoimmune diseases and look at other aspects of natural ways to reduce the inflammation in the body and see whether that will help. Doctor's medication time being because you don't want to stop anything that can aggravate the disease. You know, mm-hmm. and, but long term you want to look at uh, naturally trying to get the immune system back to order. You know, otherwise this medication long term will have their own side effects. Got it. Thank you so much, doctor. Thank you. We received a voice note from Connie. My dad had his wife's replacement surgery in uh, 2011. Uh, the surgeon said my dad's wife can last for eight years. This year is the ninth year already. My dad is not on warfarin. Doctor, I would like to know whether there are any signs or symptoms to look out for pertaining to his valves. Depends on which valve was actually replaced. You know, they got the mitral and the aortic valve. So, depending on which valve, the symptoms will be. But the symptoms can almost be the same. Like one is that he'll start feeling more tired again. They call you know fatigue. Um, as he starts walking, he might get breathless or he has to stop to catch his breath. He might find that he's get episodes of uh, wheezing, especially the mitral valve. That means what. collecting in the lungs so it's more signs and symptoms of heart failure again if it's the aortic valve then there's stenosis so he'll find it you know do anything that's exerting the best thing will be for him to still go back and check with the surgeon uh, because they will do what they call echocardiogram and see what's happening to the valve is still functioning properly or is he getting you know weak again or is he getting narrowed or is he getting uh, what they call flail where the valve is not uh, you know like normal so these are some of the things and that be the best way to actually monitor go okay. back to the cardiothoracic surgeon get an echocardiogram done but if any symptoms it actually should be going back so sometimes it might last if he's okay it might last uh, the valve might still last so that's good but I think the best is I'm sure they would have given him follow up dates you know to come every few months so that's important for them to go and then talk to the surgeon to see what they think about the valve does it needs anything else or can he still carry on is this a valve? synthetic valve doctor or is it using your own valve and they just did some surgery on it no if it's metal you would be on warfarin you know because that one you begin a uh, risk of clotting is there so i think it's a uh, probably a sort of whether bovine percent whichever valve they using it so that's why it's not uh, using any warfarin so again i i'm not sure which valve they use and the technique seems to be changing very fast you know so a lot of new technologies are coming in best still something so f- focused it better go back to the cardiothoracic surgeon and let them review and let them guide you along we receive a text message from ct on our dg lightline She said that she has a nine-year-old girl who is a very picky eater, and she's tried giving her supplements with lysine, and she's still the same. Is there any food or supplement that Siti uh, can give her nine-year-old daughter to help her have enough nutrients? I guess. 
Yeah, I suppose at this age they can be very picky, you know. And uh, so I think don't force, uh, you know, if they're really very picky, just give them what they like to eat. And you know, my daughter had the same problem, but uh, or so like she hates vegetables. But my daughter too, nine years old, she's eating carbs only. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But interesting, she she liked cucumbers, so that was one way to get her eat more of uh, you know some sort of vegetable raffet. So every meal there was always cucumbers for her. And then later we found out that she also liked certain fruits, so we started. Adding that into the diet, and of course, the main thing was still carbs and uh, fried chicken. You know, kids somehow like fried chicken. But over time, as she grew up, she got smarter and better, and now she takes a whole variety of things. Uh, you know, that is more holistic. So, but trying to force them, getting them to take things they don't enjoy might also not be counterproductive. They might get upset. So, whatever they like, uh, you know, as long as there's some vegetable or some fruit they like, or there's some protein they like, just add. More of that into the diet. She can try certain supplemental milks out there that have got a full uh, sort of uh, nutritional. There are a few out there, so you can look at those brands and just supplement that time being. On milk, uh, yeah. All right. Some milk formulas that are supposed to be full nutrition. You know, they have for children, they have for older people, so they can just supplement that for time being. If she's worried, they're not getting enough nutrition, uh, and she can you know supplements like ly- lysine, helps to increase your appetite. But I think. Not a matter of no appetite. It's a matter of you know picky. picky yeah. Mm. So just have to work around that and slowly try to see which will things he enjoys. Increase that in the diet. I've actually seen the supplement. It's like veggie supplement, as in that that whole supplement is supposed to be just really? vegetables and fruits and all that in one supplement. Will yeah. that work too? I don't know. I don't know whether that really is good, but no harm trying. You okay. know, if that at least uh, something better than nothing, isn't it? So you can try that and all. But as she's growing up, okay, and you know, there's no. Weight loss is such for her age and all that. Not to worry first, lah. Is yeah. that no way to sneak in? That suppose I cut it really, really small. No, the they're nine years old. They can see <laughs> they're feeding themselves. <laughs> June sends us a question on our DG Light line. Hello, doctor. Where can I get free or cheaper medical checkup, please? I've checked private hospitals and blood labs. They're very expensive, especially for a heart check. It's for a forty-eight-year-old man. If you want free, I suppose you'd go to a government hospital, or you can try some of the universities like uh, you know UMMC or UKM, uh, UPM. Government hospitals, if you want full heart checkup, I think Serdang has got a cardiology unit now, Hospital Serdang, so okay. that'll be free. But of course, the, the waiting time might be you know sometime before they see you. I don't know whether Institute Jantung Negara has got a cheaper package, you know, but they also are no more that cheap anymore. Mm-hmm. They also more like a privatized uh, this thing. Yeah. Uh, certain labs might give you a cheap uh, this thing, but uh, Whether they can actually do a full heart checkup, I'm not very sure, right? So, and I agree, yeah. Private hospitals, nothing. If you're doing to look at like a full heart, everything with a ECG, stress test, echo, and all, you can looking at at least something more than a, a thousand, you know, thousand right? plus, really, yeah. right? So it's not that cheap. So yeah, they can try that if they're not uh, just for a routine checkup. It's not really urgent. Then go into the universities or the government hospitals, uh, you know, and get an appointment and let them ch- check you up. So you're saying Serdang? JN perhaps might have a package as well. Yeah, and all the universities, uh, they because they all have their cardiac units, so they, you know, they can refer you there, and then you can go for the checkup. But all these, uh, like blood labs and all that, do they do heart checks as well? Yeah, I suppose a lot of them can do stress tests, uh, ECG stress tests. I don't know about echocardiograms and all, but I think if you are asymptomatic, a full blood profile, a stress test should be enough, lah. You know, uh, if anything picked up from there or they're suspicious, then they refer you to mm. get a full, uh, you know, cardiac checkup. 
This okay. has me thinking though, because this person's at forty eight. It's for a forty eight year old, right? How old or how young should you start worrying about? Maybe I should get my my heart checked out. I think it depends on your risk factors. Someone who's got uh, things like hypertension, diabetes, overweight, strong family history, smoker, you know, mm. all those things. Lack of exercise, stress. We got people in their twenties who get heart attacks today. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's no more like those days. Uh, you know, be shocked to get anyone in the twenty. I've seen an eighteen-year-old with a heart attack. So, uh, and they're coming younger and younger. Especially, I suppose, it risk lifestyle and the risk factors. So, nothing too early. If you think you have the risk factors, good. Good to go for a routine medical checkup. You know, once you're even in your twenties, go go for routine bloods. You get a blood pressure check, right. check your cholesterol, sugars, and all. And the doctor feels that as you know, you everything normal, nothing to worry. If there's any sick signs of risk factors, you know, for example, your sugar, your pre-diabetic, your overweight, your body fat is high, then maybe they suggest go for further tests like a, you know stress tests and all that. Mm. Yeah, so it depends on your lifestyle. 